Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We welcome you to Village Health. This podcast is going to concentrate on healthcare awareness. And we thank you for taking your time out to listen to me. Neil, your host, and I have about seven tips on how to uh, uh, make your life a little easier, hopefully, to transition your loved one from the hospital to home and receiving home health care services. And I hope this information does, you know, do you well. And hopefully you can spread this to your family members or your friends, your church members, whoever. I'm here for you and we'll get back to you. So don't leave. I got some seven tips to make your life a little easier on transition. Hello. Hey, yes, we're back. And today, thank you for listening to the first season, first episode of Village Health. Where at Village Health, it takes a village to take care of your loved ones. It takes everyone, all your family members, friends, co-workers. It takes a village. Like they say, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to try to take care of your loved ones, no matter who that may be. Okay, let's get started here. Uh, The first tip I'm going to suggest when you have a home health care company coming to your home you will be getting um, multiple referrals or multiple companies presented to you from the social worker uh, from at the hospital and uh, the first thing I need you to do is this this is the first step first tip please contact the patient's primary care physician is very very important I stress this to you because I used to be a representative for a home health care company. It was a nationwide company, and they did very well in actually providing the services to their, you know, to our patients. So what I need you to do, I need you to contact the primary care physician because all physicians, you know, they don't know if the patient was admitted to the hospital in between their regular doctor visits. Physicians, sometimes they don't know. So please contact your loved one's uh, primary care physician, or if you're a patient in the hospital, contact your doctor, please, uh, because what they will do, they will help out the home health care company immensely, because when it's time to, let's say if your services expand beyond 30 days, there's a 30-day certificate window, sort of recertification window, where the home health care company has to get your primary care physician to sign on to recertify the services. And it's it's tough enough that the physicians don't know that their patient is in the hospital and they'll state, hey, I didn't know my patient was in the hospital. I didn't prescribe this home health, the home health care services. Why should I sign it? So believe me, as a previous, uh, as a, a prior rep, believe me, uh, is important because I, you know, being a rep myself, I will contact the primary care physician office and making them aware that this patient is coming on to our services and that um, here are all the the clinical information, the discharge summary, everything is required. I'm 
faxing it, forwarding it all to the primary care physician so they'll have those clinical, uh, the clinical information. Okay. Tip number two. Choosing a company. And this is how um, a lot of my patients, family members would do, especially the younger ones who's, you know, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, they're everywhere. They will get on the internet, the internet, and they will go on the Google review. Uh, they will, you know, look at the reviews, of course, one to five stars, five being the highest, you know, ones being the worst, uh, and read some of those re reviews. Take account that, you know, look at more of the positive than the negatives, um, and please uh, if you do the research, if you do your research and review reviewing those reviews, please make sure that the the date on those reviews. Some of them could be two years old, three years old. Some could be two months. Some could be two weeks. But those are ones um, I need you to take a notice of. And while you're doing that, I need you to go into Medicare.gov. Please listen to that. Medicare.gov. You can go in and choose skilled nursing facilities. There's a drop-down box where you can choose that, that type of services. Um, input your zip code where the patient's going. And then there's a, uh, there'll be a multiple list of skilled nursing facilities. And those skilled nursing facilities will be rated, star, star rated from one to five. And that will give you an idea exactly which company that you will feel comfortable with in choosing. And not unless you've heard of a company that a relative had used before, prior, you know, call, contact them. Use, you know, take some of their advice because they experienced it. And maybe this is your very first time experiencing home health. Okay. Tip number three. We're going to, in case that... The physician, the attending, prescribes a, you know, durable medical equipment. Some type of equipment for home that you're going to need. I need you to do the same thing. Go on Medicare.gov. Uh, actually to go on to Google Reviews and review the uh, star rating for that company. Because you definitely would need a durable medical equipment company delivering that equipment prior to and on time because if the physician let's say for example the physician uh prescribes you a hospital bed that hospital bed has to be delivered and set up prior to the patient being discharged getting discharged just 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 rule of thumb because it would be considered a an unsafe discharge if that patient leaves a hospital and that equipment isn't there that means that patient's going to get reembedded readmitted back to the ER and we do not want that that is the thing we're trying to prevent is readmissions that is the goal okay also make sure that home health care company um, that you're going to be using this is tip number four that home health care company will be seeing and following up on with you or your loved one on a timely fashion make sure that this home health care company uh, will come and visit your loved one or yourself. 
between 48 and 72 hours after you have been discharged at home. You're home and you're waiting. And the first point of contact normally with the patient is the, the nurse. The nurse will contact you and schedule the time when they're going to come out. Please make sure you give them all the pertinent information. Please give all the information to the social workers who's going to be, uh, who's going to meet with the RN, the social, the, uh, the nurse that day. Because the first day, the nurse is going to come in and do an assessment. They're going to check your vitals. They're going to, re, you know, reinsure and check the insurance. They're going to get all the contact information. Um, uh, any prescriptions? Another thing. If there's any new prescriptions that the attending has prescribed for you, they're going to be, actually those prescriptions are going to be on the discharge summary. So just be aware, make sure you have those new prescriptions available when that nurse arrives because she's going to, she's going to notate all of that. Everything has to be notated for the, you know, for their clinical information so they can pass that on and say if you are prescribed a physical therapist, an occupational therapist, a home health aide. So all of those clinicians will receive, you know, that information on you or your loved ones. Okay. Tip number six. I really need you to take heed and listen to this. This is very important. Please contact your insurance company. If you have Medicare and you got Part A, B, C, and D, you're fine. You're great. If you have a managed Medicare company like Humana, United Healthcare, Cigna, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, they're all, even Kaiser, contact your insurance company prior to, um, to getting discharged, especially with... Um, medical equipment because a lot of insurance a lot of policies with these managed medicare um, policies managed medicare ins- uh, insurance companies their policies doesn't cover certain pieces of equipment if they do they certain they only cover a certain percentage and then it's your financial responsibility to pay the other portion so please be aware of that contact your insurance company just like uh, you're about to have a procedure i advise anyone to Contact your insurance company to to see if you qualify or if that you know particular procedure is covered under your insurance. Okay. And um, please, tip number seven. Still dealing with the insurance company. Make sure that uh, you find out what is your out of pocket expenses. Because you don't want to get caught off guard. You don't want to say, hey, this insurance company, they mailed me this, this astronomical bill that I'm, you know, that I'm, uh, I'm responsible for. They're stating that if, if I don't pay it, they're going to come and pick up the equipment. They won't pick up the equipment. Um, you know, they won't. But um, please make sure that you're not, you know, you're not surprised or you don't get blindsided with a, a bill in the mail that you know ahead of time. So you, maybe you can save and prepare or make some arrangements to pay off any financial responsibilities that you have. And, you know, bottom line, the goal is to prevent you or your loved one from getting readmitted to the hospital. That is the biggest, the, the largest goal for everyone. The hospitalists, the social workers, 
the, the attending, um, your primary care physician. They want to make sure that you're not readmitted. Things have changed since COVID. Two years ago, three years ago, things have changed. There's been a shortage of clinical um, clinicians because either they retired since COVID or they decided to take another path in their profession. And no matter if it's hospitals or if it's skilled nursing facilities, even home health care companies, they all have shortages. And the hospital, skilled nursing facility, or the home health care company who has the most clinicians, the most nurses, physical therapists, occupational therapists, those are the ones who are winning. Those are the ones that you, um, you will want to, of course, get your services from because you have enough um, clinical hours being serviced to you to service whatever ailments you may have. Okay? So we're here to get well. Okay? I thank you for listening. Um, in the future, we will be having some guests. Uh, we will have some pulmonologists for people who have some breathing problems, even um, patients who have obstructive sleep apnea, with people, patients on CPAP, you know, their breathing problems. They can't sleep at night. They may have insomnia. Um, or they don't get enough rest at night. Uh, even some skilled nursing uh, facilities, uh, the administrators. Uh, also, I may have some guests with some physical therapists. They can give their opinions. Occupational therapists. I'm a, you know, it's a Q&A, question and answer. Uh, also, I may have some... Um, uh, respiratory therapists stop by as well but bottom line is all about your health and taking care of yourself that with this you know that's what why we created this podcast that's what village health is it's all about all you villagers out there let's stay healthy and just remember take care of your loved ones and yourself have a good day <laughs>